0: And the best part? You can try it yourself with their 7-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's otv slash poppods to get 50% off your first month.
1: Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. My name is Mark Striegel. And on this episode of the show, we have the one and only Frank Bello from one of my favorite bands of all time, Anthrax. And, you know, as a kid, I loved these band, this band. I, I really just wore out the grooves on the old vinyl. One of the first CDs I ever bought was Persistence of Time i had a a a boombox cd player it had a, a cassette player on it and a cd player i bought houses of the holy by zeppelin i bought persistence of time by anthrax i'm trying to think what some of my other super early cds were i remember buying 1999 which i hadn't had i'd been a prince fan all throughout you know the the mid to late 80s and uh I remember buying 1999, it was probably like 1988-89 when I bought that record. Uh, great record. Still love that record. Anyways, three of the early ones. Uh, and then for some reason I had like um, No Prayer for the Dying. I'm not sure when that came out, but that was definitely one of my earlier CDs too. The Maiden record, No Prayer for the Dying. Ah, good stuff. And when I bought one of my early CD players, it was a demo model that I bought off the floor uh, at one of the uh, the, the stores at uh, the Quaker Bridge Mall. And they left a Steely Dan CD in it. So that was one of my first two. Uh, I didn't actually care for Steely Dan that much. Uh, but I learned to like them because I had their best of by accident there you go anyways anthrax just a great band again initially started listening to them on the vinyl side of things and still have some of those old vinyl records by anthrax which i just still love to this very day and the thing about anthrax that just cracks me up is that scott ian and frank Bello. I don't know about the other guys; they might kind of recognize me or something. But those two guys, for sure, know who I am, and uh, it just cracks me up that that uh, here this, these guys I used to read about in magazines and just worship as a as a no pun intended as a kid. Um, two of them actually know who I am, and Frank Bella. What what a, a class act! What a great guy. Always a pleasure to talk with him. So, without further ado, without any more of my rambling i want to get into this interview with frank Bello, but but before i do that let's just mention this great festival that's that's hit in new jersey it's insanely good this is a destination festival you should be flying in from wherever the hell you are for this festival it is great it goes friday through saturday i'm actually going to miss the friday night show uh that judas priestess is playing and don jameson's doing some stand-up at Sadly, because I have Robert Plant tickets uh, in the city. Uh, ticket singular, I'm going by myself. So I sorry about that, but I will be at the 19th and 20th shows for the food truck and Rock Carnival in New Jersey. Slash headlines the show on the, the 19th Black Label Society also playing Skid Row, Pop Evil, Puddle of Mud kicks a lot of talking metal friendly bands on uh, on this bill faster pussycat edgar casey a great old school new, Jer- new jersey band who i used to go see way way back in the day and on sunday ugh, i can't wait for sunday man stone temple pilots clutch anthrax slaughter la guns lita ford tt quick profit another old school jersey band i'm going to be in heaven crowbot and then uh, a q a with my favorite dj of all time eddie trunk wow uh it's gonna be great plus craft beer i'm a big craft beer guy so uh, expect to see a slightly buzzed mark striegel walking around the the grounds on september 20th at the food truck and rock carnival it's gonna be awesome hope to see you there guys here is some new anthrax this comes off of the Catch the Throne album, the mixtape Volume 2, put out by HBO in honor of the Game of Thrones TV series. And Anthrax do a great job with this song. I don't know how to pronounce this song, so I'm not even going to try. I don't know how to pronounce the name of it. But it is a great song, and we're going to play you just a little bit of it, and we encourage you to go buy the whole thing on iTunes, the whole the whole track. And after we hear this, we will hear from Frank Bello of Anthrax. Hey, this is Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, and on the line, checking in with us, once again, we have the great Frank Bellow of Anthrax. How are you, Frank? I'm doing well, Mark. How you doing? I'm great, man. I'm totally excited to see you guys right here in my home state in uh, New Jersey, on September 20th, a kind of a, a special show for, for me and for you guys. We're, we're all going to be there partying together, and you guys are going to play for us. It is the Food Truck and Rock Carnival. So many great bands, including, of course, Anthrax. Uh, what what do you think? What are you expecting from this festival? It's kind of a unique thing.
2: Well, think about this, man. We're starting a tour uh, with Motorhead. I start next Friday, uh, and uh, for, for a couple of weeks before we do Motorboat, then we go to Japan, and then we go to Europe, with Flair and so this is very much the beginning of getting out of the studio, which we've just done, and moving on to the next cycle, which is great, so when you say, we're playing this show, where there's food trucks, to begin with, right off the bat, I'm I'm a glutton, I love all that stuff, so right I don't know, I have to find out what time set time is, because you know where I'll be before that, it's yeah. all about just checking out different foods, and because I love all that stuff, so I've never even I thought about that, what a great idea. What yeah. a great idea, man.
1: Yeah, it is a great idea, and they're going to also have all sorts of craft beer samplings you can take part in, so that sounds great. and uh... Dude, I'm a sampler. I'm a sampler. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about it,
2: man. I'm ready to rock.
1: Right on. Well, hey, you mentioned you were you were uh, wrapping up stuff in the studio. I mean, are you near completion on the new record at this point?
2: You know, You know what's great, Mark? You know what the, the fun part is? And now we're in this mixing mode of the record. You know, you write a record, you, there's a lot of you know, hard work and there's a lot of everything going on emotion all that good stuff that gets the songs where they have to be. You nitpick and we purposely taken our time with this record because thankfully from the um, reception and, and the success of worship music, uh, we're humbled and, and just, we feel really fortunate to be in the position that people are saying that Anthrax is back and with, with a vengeance and we truly feel like we are. So we really wanted to take our time with the record and make sure it was the right record. And I think, I think it is the right record. If you like worship, this is the next level. And I, I'm not a salesman with this stuff. I'm a, I'm a fan of this music. I have to say this because I can't wait to play these songs. Um, I mean, I, I honestly can't. I've been jamming these, the newest songs, just in my living room. I can't wait to play them live because it, there's so much energy and such, such great ripping and, and the vocals. It's just all of the above. If you like the last work, the last work that we did with worship, you're going to love this. I'm so stoked on this.
1: Awesome, awesome, and and so it really you, you're saying. I think Charlie said the same thing. It's kind of taking stuff to the next level. And, and what, what what do you mean by that? Taking stuff to the next uh, level.
2: I'll, I'll put it into perspective, and this is the truth. Well, as I was doing my bass, you know, we were writing the record and all that stuff, and you're jamming and stuff. And this is how I know the riffing. I'm just saying the challenging riffing on this on this record. Um, uh, Scott and I at one time were jamming one of, one of the songs and. Both of us were shaking, like, just to take, like, put blood back into our hands and shaking our hands. Wow, that's a pain in the ass. But it was so good, you had to have more. You know what I mean? It's one of those things that makes you want to, for me as a bass player, it makes me want to play. That's me. That's my ultimate compliment. It's like, wow, I want to play this. And I I know I'm in the band, blah, blah, blah. I know I I have to hype the record. I'm just being a fan. I'm just being a fan. I am genuinely stoked to see where I think we tap, we tap into something really great with our writing right now. Uh, it's something we haven't really touched yet. I mean, we've done a lot of great records, but I think we're in, when we say new level, I think this is the next level to worship man.
1: I really feel like that. How many songs are we looking at?
2: Ooh, man, we have a bunch of them. The hard part is, um, God, I think we wrote 18 songs for this record, but you know what? We're going to, I'm pretty sure we're going to put 10 to 11. It's going to be a hard one to, to choose, but, uh, like I said, man, this, there was a lot of a lot of creating going on, and uh, some really good some really good vibes. And, and I, I, it's really fun hearing the mixes. Like our producer, dear Rustin, is now sending us mixes of of the record and, and getting our thoughts and our on our input and what we need, what we don't need. Uh, and this is the, the payoff. It's 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 all comes to fruition, it's like, wow! I can't wait to play this songs live and make people hear this and and hopefully feel like the way I do about them. So. It's that payoff time, so it's kind of cool.
1: Cool. And have you guys come up with a name for the record yet?
2: Yeah, we're bouncing around some names. We're gonna we're gonna keep it to ourselves until okay. it's time, but um, it's really everybody will be happy. <laughs> Every you know everybody's gonna be stoked just because it's like, okay, wow, that's different. You know, <laughs> cool. it, it follows along the record.
1: Now I know the there was the one song I have trouble pronouncing it. Maybe you can help me with that from the uh, the Game of Thrones mixtape. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Let me ask you something. Do you watch Game of Thrones?
1: I do. I love it. I love it. So, wow.
2: So, I mean, it, it's such an influence. Uh, it's such a, uh, um, uh, an influence to this band. And when they asked us to do, to do a show for that, it made absolute sense to do it. Did you did – you, well, I'll, talk, I'll talk nerd time for a little bit here. Did you like where it went at the last show?
1: Uh, I Absolutely. did. I did. Um. Uh, you know. And, and spoiler alert to our listeners. You know. Yeah. I
2: don't want to say it. I don't yeah. want to. Yeah. I don't want to say it. But you say it. <laughs> but you know, there's this
1: uh, main character, Jon Snow, who uh, appears to have been murdered in, in the final frames of the the, the last episode. And I mean, I, yeah. It's like people are are online are speculating: is he dead? <laughs> is he is is he going to come back? Is that you know? that that devil firewoman chick gonna bring him back somehow i mean there's all these theories that go on which is a you know so much fun a big fun part of the show to to kind of try totally. to figure out what what's where it's going to go next and i i guess now you know with the books we're up to a point where the show is actually starting to surpass where the books have have uh, gone story wise so yes yeah. no one knows what's your theory on Jon Snow?
2: My theory is somehow he's going to come back, that, and I, I hate the spoiler alert, all that, all that stuff. I'm sorry if this is my theory. Is and look, if this is me, partially as a fan. I haven't read the books, but as 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 a fan, just where the show is going, uh, and I, I just want to see that character back. I don't. It wasn't time, you know what I mean? It wasn't time, and that's what I was saying. As I saw that happening, and I know I know it's throwing into Game of Thrones um interview now, but I, I just have to say this. I know, I, as I saw it happening, I said, this can happen. This has to have some, a follow-up. And that's all I kept saying. There's got to be some kind of follow-up because this is too, no. It's just, I just said no. But we'll see. But yeah, as far as, far as um, you know, it's great because the creator um, of that show is, is, is an anthrax fan. And we, he made us go to the set. He set us up to, uh, to go to uh, we played Ireland. He not only came to the show But they gave us an an amazing – dude, and I'm saying that you're a fan, you understand this. He put us – they let us on the sets of everything, of everything there. And it was just drool. Right. (laughs) So Charlie, Scott and I, we were just literally drooling. It's like, oh, my God, and this is where this happened, and this is where this happened. It was so cool, man. So I I just wish everybody can get a little taste of that. It was a really cool thing to do, you know?
1: it reminds me I have photos of when you guys uh, we got you guys into the, the Battlestar Galactica set way back when oh
2: dude
1: a great was like that yeah
2: I mean that, that's another show that should come back with a full cast the same cast just an incredible show that I still watch those I still watch those DVDs I still love them
1: right on right on Hey, I, I wanted to ask you. I know you got these these dates coming up with Motorhead, and uh, yeah. I, I know you know we're both such big Motorhead fans. I, we even jammed a Motorhead song together once. This uh, is true. The uh, are, are you at all concerned about the reports we're getting over the last few days about you know Lemmy not finishing the sets? Uh, the, apparently, tonight's show has been canceled. Uh, I didn't yeah. know
2: tonight's show. Wow, I, that's breaking yeah. news to me because I didn't know tonight. I'm sorry to hear that. Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, and, and of course, we love Anthrax. We love Motorhead. We just want to see you guys out on, on tour together. Uh, is there any concern on your part?
2: Well, there's always concern. I, I mean, look, at, at the end of the day, we're all huge uh, Lemmy fans. Of course, we'll die hard, uh, Lemmy and, and Motorhead fans. And, you know, we've become close to those. We've done a lot of touring with Motorhead we're, to the fact where we're all family. We're very much a family when we tour. The crew, the bands, we hang out all the time when we're on tour it's, it's, it's very much a family kind of vibe so i I'm always concerned but um I did hear he wasn't feeling and Lemmy wasn't feeling well uh, we played Denver last week with them and the altitude was getting to him uh, with, with you know because it's thin air it's, it's hard to breathe and uh, that's that's just what I've heard. But I, I didn't know about tonight. I'm hoping he feels better. Yeah, I guess Lenny,
1: it, I guess it was last night or two nights ago. He he didn't make it through the set again, and then uh, oh, I heard tonight was was canceled. So uh, well, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Hopefully, I, he can get some rest before he's out on the road. Absolutely, because you,
2: you know I'm really hoping that we can uh, do the tour and uh, it will works. Because um, I mean, let me—he'll he'll fight a good fight. Though I'll tell you that much. So uh, I I, uh, I wish him the best. He's he's just awesome in every way.
1: You know, when you guys were on that metal show uh, earlier this year, there was discussion about um, you know some of the the uh, the the early hip hop rap stuff you did, uh, and you combined it with rock. You guys were one of the the first bands to ever do that, um, even before. I'm trying to think. Before Public Enemy, you did it with that other. What was that other band? You guys, U uh, T F O or something?
2: Oh, U T F O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just a day, a, a kind of day thing. It was really quick in the, in the studio in Queens. Uh, but you know, the Public Enemy was pretty. The Public Enemy thing was pretty. uh is pretty intense. Uh, uh, that was one of the highlights of, of, of my personal uh, career. I said, "Wow, this is this is breaking." A lot of boundaries. This is this is is a a lot of walls down, and they say it can't be done, so we're going to do it. So I I just, I really, as a member of Anthrax, I felt really great about that.
1: Absolutely, it's just amazing, groundbreaking stuff, and and it went on. and and Some people point to that 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 song even specifically as as kind of launching this whole genre that took place in in the '90s, which kind of got uh, labeled. As new metal, and I was just wondering when you view some of the quote-unquote new metal bands, be it Linkin Park, you know, Corn, and, and some of the others, how, how do you view those bands? Were you a fan of any of those bands?
2: Corn, um, I was. I was, especially the first two records. Uh, and I still think they're great. But, um, and Linkin Park have their thing going. You know, there's nothing bad to say about anybody because, look, if they're doing something right because it's, it's successful. So I would never say anything bad about anybody it doesn't make sense right. but I want to see this I want to see this rock movement go above where it, where it should to where it should be back to I, I mean it's definitely taking the back seat to a lot of other music right now and so I want to see everybody achieve that's it, just the way I feel about rock I I miss it being at the forefront of all music right now and and there's no MTV there's nothing there's nothing there's no radio um, so the way I look at it is very much on, rock and roll, Metal, whatever you want to call it, all of the above is very much underground. Right. So I I want to see it rising. It will rise. There'll be one band that comes out like Guns N' Roses did years ago, and and just break down all the walls again. It'll happen. It'll definitely happen. And and uh, and I welcome it. Yeah, yeah I, it, I I love it.
1: It's it's like you said. It's not just metal. I mean, the VMAs the other day, there were there were very few, if any, performances where you actually saw people playing guitars. You know, which is very it's a sad state of of music to me
2: i I haven't watched any of that stuff in forever because somebody show me where is the music where is the music and and look you could say yeah he's been in the metal band for all these i don't give a shit i'm still a musician i'm still a songwriter it's it's like what happened these corporations is that what that's a corporation kind of vibe that their favorite people get to perform or whatever they do on there i don't even i could never watch that it it makes me ill what i even think of it um, it's just a sad state of where the music business is right now. I just don't understand a lot of machinery and a lot of lip syncing. God, how about grabbing a guitar and going out live? That, that's what I say.
1: You know, and, uh, I was just with my family, uh, out at an amusement park and I saw so many younger kids, you know, teenagers, early 20 somethings wearing t-shirts of, Bands of the past, you know, Maiden, even Man- yeah. Marilyn Manson, t-shirts like that that I saw saw these kids wearing. Do you think there's a, a lack of uh, interest in the younger bands for the younger kids? Like like twenty something bands maybe aren't uh, breaking through to the the folks of their generation like they should.
2: Well, let's put it in perspective. Look at these poor people have, look at these poor kids and starting up bands right now at, as a music business. There is no music business. So there is no where to achieve anything. And I feel really bad for them. But what what I do like is the rock and roll or whatever you want to call it, metal, whatever, that mentality of never say die and keep going because it makes you feel good, do this stuff. That's what we all started this whole, this whole thing with. So I think there is an underground kind of vibe going to it. And I think, like in cycles, life is cycles. I guess, I guess after a while, you live long enough, and you see life is cycles. it will come around again, man. It just takes its time. And when it's time, one of these one of these young bands are going to come, which I love, because well, I love when I, I love a good song, man. I don't care who wrote it. Yeah. One of these cool. young bands, one of these one of these young bands are going to write a great record. Like that, Guns N' Roses appetite for destruction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just gonna, it's gonna revolutionize. I'm hoping this, but I kind of, I'm counting on it. So because life it, is it, it cycles, and that's just the way I feel about it.
1: Cool. Well, we hope you're right, and
2: uh, I hope I'm right too. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I have a lot of hope.
1: And for the rock fans, especially the ones based in New Jersey, New York City, even the Philly area, this. Food, Truck, and Rock Carnival, which takes place September 17th through the 20th, is going to be absolutely insane. Slash, Three Days Grace, Black Label Society, Skid Row, King's X, Faster Pussycat, Godsmack, Stone Temple Pilots, Clutch, and of course Anthrax. I will be there. I can't wait to see you guys. Hopefully I'll get a chance to say hello to you, Frank. Oh, dude,
2: dude, you got to come back for a shot. Have, come back and have a shot. No doubt.
1: Let's do it. Cool.
2: It's good man. I'm there. I'll be there. You come back.
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll see you on the twentieth in. All right, bro. Have a good oh, one out, huh? Yeah, thanks, Frank. We'll talk soon. Bye. 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 just heard was madhouse one of my favorite anthrax songs love it guys it's been a pleasure hanging with you today support talking metal go buy a t-shirt in our merch section on talking if you see me at the food truck and rock carnival be sure to say hi i got a lot of shows coming up robert plan i mentioned ghost i'll be at chris cornell i'm checking out in new jersey if you ever see me at a show, definitely come up and say hello. If you ever run into one of these artists, Frank Bello, for example, you know that I interview on this podcast. Be sure to let them know you heard their interview on Talking Metal. All right, and support the artists. We uh, we interview and play here by going in and buying their music legally. All right, dudes. This is again one of my first CDs, and this is the actual CD I'm, I'm ripping this uh, track off of this is In My World.